Welcome to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I am Scott Narver. I'm Brecken Out. We're all comedians living in Hollywood, and we're all huge pro wrestling stars, and this episode is a very... <laughs> we're huge <laughs> pro wrestling stars. Yeah, yeah. The biggest and the best. Yes. We are the biggest and the best. Wishful. And all the land. Yeah. We've got to keep that. I don't think we should re-record. Not no, at all. No, no. What go. I meant to say is we're all huge pro wrestling fans. You meant yeah. to say it, but we're all huge pro wrestling we know stars. What you, we know what you meant to say. Trying to be humble, and but you, you can't be. We know what you meant to say and you said it <laughs> uh, this uh, episode of well this is a very special episode of curtain jerks uh, a couple a few episodes ago we did a special episode where we all watched the chaperone the wwe film starring triple h classic and then we spent a, a, an episode talking about it this time around we all watched the film wrong side of town what is wrong side of town you ask it's a 2010 uh film that I believe went straight to DVD, straight to the bargain bin at Walmart, actually. Straight to VHS. Hey, stick to the Wikipedia summary, <laughs> yeah. okay? All right. And it was... Uh, no editorializing. Okay, here. okay, we'll get there. And it uh, stars Rob Van Dam and Batista. These Rob Van Dam the and Batista. The whole fucking show and the animal. They star in this movie. We all watch it. It's available on Netflix Instant Streaming, which is where we all enjoyed it. And here's a brief rundown of the plot, in case you haven't seen it, uh, which most likely you haven't. But uh, <laughs> hey, keep it to yourself, buddy. <laughs> Here's what happens: uh, Bobby Kalinowski, Rob Van Dam, and I'm going to refer to his character as Rob Van Dam from this point on. An ex-Navy SEAL enjoys a peaceful life as a landscape architect in Louisiana with his family. After receiving an invitation from new neighbors Clay and Elise Freeman, they go out for a night on the town to a famous club. The evening soon takes a turn for the worse when the Kalinowski family gets into conflict with one of the club owners, Ethan. In the middle of the conflict, Ethan accidentally falls on his own knife and dies while fighting with RVD, who was defending his wife. Seeking revenge, Ethan's father, Seth, previously thought to be his brother, puts a, <laughs> puts a, puts a $100,000 bounty on RVD's head. After making, also making matters difficult, RVD is unable to receive help from the law, for Seth has Clay Freeman and a, corrupt, and a corrupt police sergeant working for him. Now, RVD must survive and escape Louisiana while being hunted by criminals, corrupt law, and many others in the city. To protect his family and neighbors, RVD decides to separate himself from them and goes to his Navy SEAL friend, Big Ronnie, or known as BR, played by Dave Batista, for help. RV, uh, Batista initially refuses, deciding to take the bounty, but later changes his mind and helps RVD. Seth, however, targets RVD's family and kidnaps his daughter Brianna. RVD ends up fighting and killing Seth and his henchmen with Batista's help and rescues his daughter. Well, thanks Spoiler for alert. listening, everybody. Yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. for listening. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that's the plot. That's when you say it, right? Spoiler alert. That's what happens yeah. in the movie. They're and alert. There were spoilers in what you just heard. <laughs> yeah, so if you're listening now, uh, be careful if you go back and rewind this episode. There are spoilers. <laughs> and now we're going to uh, break down this movie a little bit. Well, first of all, Break down or build up. Gentlemen, this yeah. is a good movie. <laughs> and, is... and that's what I was going to say. Regardless of spoiler alerts or the fact that the whole plot was just given right then, Please take the time to watch this movie. Just do it. Uh, for, for no other with reason. With your family. Yeah. With your family. It's love, family, relationships, uh, courage. Everything is addressed in Determination. this Determination. Determination. Yes. Overall thoughts. Brilliant. Fantastic. 
This movie was horrible. Okay. Brilliantly awful. It it's was atrocious. Okay, let's we'll, we'll let's we'll do a, we'll break down the viewing. Get Scott the, and I watched it together. Yes. Yes. Did you in guys bed. in bed? That's right. Yeah. Did you guys watch it apart? Head to toe. Yeah, we watched it apart. Yeah. So we did, watch, did you watch it by text. yourselves? I watched it alone. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it alone? might be. I watched your it alone. wrestling figures do not count. <laughs> I did. I watched it alone then. Even if they were on the couch. Uh, well, I set them all up and give them popcorn. <laughs> one piece? That's, like all one, they, that's, it, all they, that's all they need. It's you'd be surprised. I'm picking up a lot of popcorn at the end of the night. They don't eat it all. <laughs> but I think this is the kind of movie that you want to watch with a group of people, have a couple beers, and or you can make chum. Jo- or a couple chums. Did you, know? you? So did you guys have beers in bed with you that night? No, I, I, I do not allow beers in bed. I shake them. Okay. Scott shakes beers and he gets beer everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then all we have to do is we have sud to party. <laughs> a what? Sud party. It's a sud party. And then you have to twist the sheets to get the beer back into the can. Which so wrinkles them, it. which I don't care for. But this is the kind of movie you want to watch with a group of people so you can sort of sit around and make jokes the whole time and be wowed by the awesome action sequence. I agree. And it would have been a lot more lips. fun to have a couple beers and watch it with a group of people. Yeah, yeah. Watching it alone, it's sort of like, fuck. Yeah. Man. Look at my Stop life. Stop limping, Rob. <laughs> well, RVD is actually the, the no joke. He's the lead in this movie. He's in almost every scene of the movie. You he's wouldn't assume right? no that joke. based on the title. He's got a huge. I mean the, he's got a huge. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean based on the poster because Batiste. No, I think I meant the title because he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would get lost while driving around. <laughs> the but, wrong side of the town doesn't even really make sense to the plot of the movie. No, not at of course all. Because there's a side of town and they're on the wrong one. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. And then Trouble Ensues. But Batista That's is... too long for a title. Trouble Ensues is actually a pretty good title. Batista's in the foreground. He's in the foreground of the poster, so you yeah. think that he would be the star. He's actually got a relatively small part, but RVD a is the actual minutes. star yeah. of the movie. And he's just... He, He's just completely emotionless. Like, I think all the weed that he smoked over the last 30 years has added up. Like, he cannot convey an emotion in Besides any part pain. of this movie. He can do pain. He can do pain and be in complete zen, which he is in the entire motion picture. <laughs> He's like Steven Seagal. You call it zen. I call it California medical marijuana dispensary <laughs> weed. Well, it is his platform that he's trying to get out there, so it clearly works. <laughs> he's insanely high. Uh, the movie, thankfully, is only 85 minutes. Yeah. What? God, it flew by. Yeah, I sure uh, got too short. Oh, n- another, please. Uh, RVD, by the way, is hanging onto that ponytail. You yeah, know what I mean? it sure is. Even for movies. Well, <laughs> you gotta realize that as an ex Navy SEAL, he could finally grow out that ponytail. Yeah, he finally the rigid military lifestyle sort of was no longer oppressing him. He could grow. Think his hair of Jesse the Body Ventura. He had to Think compromise in his mind, though. He's still able to keep the sides high and tight. It's just that's the right. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what his all... father instilled in him. Uh, mm-hmm. We assume so. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, really, 2011 ponytail. That's you don't see many of those anymore. It's it's. Uh... You know what? I think he's pretty pretty manly to keep it because he thinks he can fight <laughs> Due it. Due to the fact that Rob Van Dam lives in this area, and we could potentially, possibly court him over into doing the show at some point, uh, he probably. <laughs> Could have done better. Well, do you want to I'm sorry, him I Brent, thought, if you want to yeah. apologize to him, you're welcome to I apologize. We loved the movie. Yeah. I thought he did a great job. What I was surprised by no. was the first time that we're introduced to him is when he is standing over that log, going to use a chainsaw. So you think, oh, right. So he's good with the chainsaw. He's going to use that later in the movie. Well, that fails him. So then he does the karate chop to break the wood. His daughter is starting to drown in the pool. 
to which he goes, saves her, rescues her. It's like, oh, okay, so he's got swimming skills, so he's going to be able to save somebody from the water, which doesn't culminate either later on in the movie. Total curveball, total curveball. It has all these skills, never has to use them. And then uh, we're introduced to his haggard wife. (laughs) Yeah, the casting of RVD, his wife and kid, was completely bizarre. First of all, RVD looks like RVD. The kid was fine. The kid was fine. No, she looked like I thought that was his wife. The kid was way better than the kid. That kid should have been the kid in the chaperone. But, he, <laughs> but his wife is basically like Edith Bunker from All in the Family. <laughs> she for some is reason. a catcher's gloves mitt. Yeah. I mean, these two people do not look like they would ever be together in a million years. No, and no. RVD <laughs> is completely unbelievable as like a suburban dad doing yard work. Well... It's because he's an ex-Navy SEAL, guys. It's hard to reacclimate. Yeah, she, he wanted to marry somebody that looked like his drill sergeant. <laughs> Wait, I gotta say, before we move into the more specifics about the movie, I gotta say that I, when I was looking up, um, I was trying to look up some details and get this <laughs> plot summary that that everyone loved so much. I typed in "wrong side of town" into Google, and about the fourth thing that pops up is a porn site. So just be warned, everybody, if you type in "wrong side of town" dot com. What are, you, what are you in store? What's you're not store going for? to find details about this movie. Uh, it it basically uh, it says wrongsideofsound.com, and the brief description says something about uh, gangbang. So uh, that's yeah. So what well, happens when you cross the train tracks? Yeah. I'll let you. Know. I think uh, I think we got to go to the chaperone.com to see what's on there. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so we're starting to talk about the first uh, sort of act or section of the movie here, where you know they get all the exposition out, who the major characters are, what they're doing, and we find out that Rob uh, Rob Van Dam is married. He's got this wife and kids. He's on the right side of town. He's on the right side of town. Yep. He seems to have a nice suburban life. The neighbors come over. They're the new neighbors, and the neighbors say, "Come out to us to this club tonight." In downtown. Mm-hmm. In downtown to and have get Chinese food and have a good time. Yeah, a good time. <laughs> I've never had a neighbor come over like when I first move in somewhere and be like, and right away be like, "Hey, you want to go to the club tonight?" Oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. You've never had someone come over and ask to borrow a hammer. Well, yes, yes. The neighbor did come over and ask to borrow a hammer in the movie, and but then, then immediately asked you and your wife on a date. Then right afterwards, yeah. Oh, well, it'll be with my wife, of course. It'll it'll be a double date. Well, it's not me taking out both of you, unless you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> that was a really unusual relationship, too, between that his neighbor and the and the, and wife, the wife, his wife that you never see throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and she's they, just they were constantly like, not there. I was really. My overall view of this movie was that it seemed like this was a series of rehearsals that were that ended, ended up making the final cut. There's it's not real one fresh that way. legitimately well acted scene by any of the participants. Disagree. I disagree. Yeah. Disagree. Absolutely disagree. Uh, what is I the two? Okay, well, let's not jump too far. Okay, okay, let's say the the next thing that happens in the movie is RVD, his wife, and the neighbors go to the club. They're all at the club. They meet the owner of the club. Well, there's a really weird four-way sex thing that's insinuated in the car on the way over. That's true. Driving yeah. the car on the way over, they the neighbors start to kind of like fool around in the car. Yeah. And they kind of imply like, hey, let's all f- fool around. Yeah, right? yeah. Super weird. For yeah. more Super. details, go to wrong side of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit of like an Easter egg for the... Uh, <laughs> 
porn <laughs> site. <laughs> but then they get to the club. They, they meet the owner. Who, wait, even before that, they okay. get to the club. They're the oldest people there. There's all these young people in line, and then they get through, and all the young people then rush up to the bouncer like, hey, what about us? Like, ah, I'm letting the old people in. <laughs> My day is their turn. Much like you had said about Rob Van Dam sticking with the, the ponytail, he also stuck with just his infliction shirt and a pair of jeans is what he goes out in and everybody else is wearing like suits and nice clothes and And he's like they're like rob did you get the costume that we had you for this scene in you're supposed to wear like a suit uh no 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 that's cool dude I, i got this shirt all right, could you at least put on a pair of dress pants though the jeans you're going to a oh, really those are tight on my legs and i got really strong thighs uh all right well we're just gonna shoot robin what he wore in today uh can we doll up my wife that we did the she best looks... we could with her. <laughs> we did the best why is she my wife <laughs> she came real cheap dude this is not cool <laughs> getting batista in this movie cost us a lot we didn't can have we, much th- look at all these girls that are waiting to get in the club let's let one of them be my wife this woman is a brilliant actress. When? <laughs> we'll let you know. That that may be how it went. That may be how it went. Well, then they get to the club and they meet Seth, who is the uh, club owner, and turns out to be the main villain in the movie later. How could we have forgot about his 15-minute monologue at the beginning of the movie? No, I just, we, I just we, skipped we that. Completely bypassed. I just skipped Where that. Where she I was threatens the guy sandwich. that he's going to kill, that bull sharks will eat him. Meanwhile, that guy who he's going to kill has cement blocks attached to him, and he's going to be pushed into the river. <laughs> So I think he's going to drown before you have to worry about bull sharks yeah, eating you alive. Definitely. Well, Seth, this evil club owner, he has a, a we think it's his uh, younger brother, turns out to be his son later, but his it's young really spoiler alert, weird his younger brother, Ethan, corners Rob Van Dam's ugly wife. But after right the, out of the bathroom. Seriously, after doing about $800 worth of cocaine yeah, in yeah. less than two minutes. And even with camera effects showing how effed up he is, too, by the way. Because otherwise, there's no way in hell he goes after her. <laughs> so you think all that, the effects were just to justify why he picked her out of all exactly. the women? In the- he does, exactly. Yes, he does a small mountain of coke. It was either her or the, a fucking mop that was standing up next to the yeah, closet. She, she, that wife immediately walks out of the bathroom and then without missing a beat just hits on her and pulls her into the the private club office so he he pulls her into this private room of the uh, the club and and tries to rape her he's Tries to rape her in this room of the club. <laughs> Rob Van Dam somehow his like spidey sense goes off. After researching, he does he's no longer sin. He hears some screams over the loud techno music. He runs into the room. No, she's just not there. No, she's not upstairs. But when so he goes, he goes downstairs, looking in the bathroom, he does go look in the bathroom. He runs in the room. He finds. He sees them tangled. He sees what's going on. Ethan, the potential rapist, pulls out a knife. Rob Van Dam and Ethan get into a scuffle. Ethan falls on his own knife, stabs himself in the heart, and Instant kills death. himself. Instant death. The, Instant classic, death. the classic Boo Radley. He, does a, he pulls a, a total Boo Radley. Really quick way to say that, first of all, when he threw the guy off of his wife, they immediately, RVD and the hag, started hugging because you wouldn't want to deal with the person that was just raping your wife. You would want to get a good, long hug in well, with her he was, before you even... <laughs> don't even address the rapist yet. Like, let us get a good, long hug in. You know, sometimes people just sweep it under the rug, and that's not okay. <laughs> well, were you also listening? Because we had it turned up really loud. We had surround sound going, so we heard it. And we heard uh, kind of like Lost in Translation where he's, he's whispering stuff to her, and he's going like... See, I told you other people find you attractive. I told you, don't go so yeah, down yeah. on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. 
And the Ethan character then charges at RVD in what can only be called the Boo Radley, a, a botched move. The, like, no, the Boo Radley. Like literally, he came in there. It was a weird sidestep. There was really no contact into a, a leather couch of doom. Boo Radley. <laughs> yeah, it was the most pathetically choreographed thing I'd ever seen in my life. I'm sure Boo Radley was exactly what they were thinking of when they wrote this scene. Thank you, Mark. I'm I sure they were thinking it. of Harper Lee's novel and they because uh, but that but then Seth, the owner of the club, comes in. He sees that his younger brother is dead, stabbed in the heart. He's, he, they say, who did this? He Rob- says, who did this to the cops and everybody that's around trying to stop him from getting into the crime scene. Yeah. And he looks around. No cop answers him. No. Sees one guy who stands out. Affliction t-shirt, jeans, ponytail. ponytail. He knows yeah, yeah. that RVD has done it. And from this point on, he wants to kill RVD. Yeah. And from then on, downtown becomes the wrong side of town. <laughs> Remembers his name, too, after really an incidental meeting a couple of hours earlier in the evening. Enough to say Bobby Kalinowski. And the the other part that's a shame is that having such a nice, fancy club uh, that he doesn't have security cameras in his office that would show the incident <laughs> Nor of what happened. That, that was no, a pretty pedestrian he's old, he's old school. Well, he has it. He doesn't need a computer. He has it on his cell phone that he got so angry he threw it into the fireplace. Well, and then he has like three porn magazines very neatly laid on, on Like a, a coffee yeah. table? Yeah. I, yeah. If there's anything that you'd like to read, then we have several publications. No, basically the entire next hour of the movie is very simple to describe. <laughs> the, the, this guy, Seth, puts a $100,000 bounty on RVD's head. And this, if you're a fan of the old territory wrestling days, this is a storyline from the old territories in wrestling. This was a stock storyline that was done for decades. A bad guy would put a bounty on a good guy's head, and then all the bad guys would try to take this guy out. And basically, that's what happened. So that for the next hour of the movie, RVD just runs around town while random different stri- gangs, random different street gangs, different street gangs while join together. A, a minute or two bike ride from this club. Yes. By the way. <laughs> All trying to kill him. That's literally what happens for like the next hour. The next pulse pounding, <laughs> adrenaline fueled hour of this movie. Now, what I led, what I was led to believe that during this next hour, that uh, Rob Van Dam is not told why these people are after him until one of the gangs far later in the movie says that he has a bounty on his head. So I assume that Rob was trying to save his wife from all these people because they were all trying to rape her. Yeah, that was yeah, the assumption yeah, yeah. he was under. And Rob Van Dam can do all this cool fighting shit. Like, the first group of the gangsters, first guys that come after him, he, like, jumps out of a dumpster in a back alley and scales up the side of the wall. While they're shooting at him. While they're shooting at him, and one of the guys goes, whoa, wait, I wrote it down here. I'll tell you exactly what the guy said. One of the guy goes, what is this guy, a freaking human spider or what? That's what one of the guys said. <laughs> delivered <laughs> perfectly. How it was delivered. The but, uh, so all these guys are like amazed because Rob Van Dam he we, climbs the ladder. We, we don't know why, but he's got all these incredible skills. And then Never ultimately, we find it. out later in the movie that he was part of the special service. No, which, he's a Navy SEAL. Oh, right, no, of no, no. He was in Department he's of Navy Defense SEAL. for eight years. Well, all these things were said in the movie. I <laughs> think that you guys are confusing it because as any Secret Service military issue a cheap little laminate card that has a black and white picture on it that literally a third grader could have typed up that just says special forces over the top. It, I'm in special forces. It should have just been instead of any of that. It should have just been that he is a professional wrestler. That they should have been like, man, 
What's this guy's deal? He must be a TNA wrestler. <laughs> that that's, that's what I've been advocating this entire time. When it comes to making movies with wrestlers, just have them be wrestlers that have a rough night. That's all you need to Like do. the Lucha movies. All the yeah. luchadors, when they do the movies, they're actually still their luchador characters and their masks and everything. I got a match tonight, but after this, I'm going to solve this crime. <laughs> that card cannot be kept in a wallet or next to anything else. It just is put in your back pocket. And if you're searched by the police, they won't find it. So if you're arrested and booked and put in an interrogation room, they will not find it until it's time for you to until present, you present it. Until you present it, yeah. yeah. Then somebody will look at it, take it for face value, and say, why didn't you tell me you were Special Service Forces number one guy before this? I'm Special Services. <laughs> so after what feels like 100 years of RVD being chased around by these gangs and him beating them up, finally something new happens. Near the really tail end of the movie, that third act of the movie, he goes and finds... Batista, uh, because Batista is his old buddy, and he needs Batista's help. And of course, Batista was clearly typecast in this film because mm-hmm. Batista is hanging out in a strip club with lots of naked women. When he's RVD the finds manager, it. or he's the owner, owner isn't he? It's yeah. his club. And the first shot of Batista is him sitting at a table. Uh, next to a blonde with enormous bare exposed breasts. <laughs> wow, I thought you were gonna say tits. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it clean. Well, you should I already keep... said gangbang. <laughs> you should keep it clean because this was one of the best scenes of the movie. Every time Batista was on screen, it was enthralling. He is incredible. He's well, great. I'll give you this: he was a hell of a lot better than RB, RVD. I didn't think he was half bad. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. There was yin awesome. and yang, Mark. <laughs> Except for the decision to help RVD. Like you in the plot, you read it. Yes. Uh, the transition between the deciding to help him was almost as long as the sentence as it was to read it. Between him being a bad guy and then going but, to But I mean, guy. Batista brought like, emotion. He had like pers- a personal grudge against RVD because ever since RVD got married and had kids, he never invited Batista over for <laughs> dinner. <laughs> that, to the strip was married. That line cracked me up because we. When RVD first meets Batista, Batista's really mad at him, and he goes, "Hey, man, I haven't seen you in years. You disappeared. We went through, a lot of stuff we went through all this stuff. You disappeared. I never heard from you. All of a sudden, you show up for help. I mean, come on, man. You got married, had kids. I've never even been a part of any of that. It was like, <laughs> have I been to your house for dinner? It no. was incredible. It was like, incredible. What? He wants to be part. Batista wants to leave his strip club and be part of RVD's suburban family. I guess maybe the he, right side of town. Yeah, maybe Why don't you he, see this? if he had that, he wouldn't have." to live on the wrong side of town he wouldn't have to be a part of that world yeah. well eventually so then Batista says no he won't help more gangs try to kill RVD one Aven- of which includes Viscera which when, when watching it Steve goes Maven <laughs> I thought Maven had let himself go Nelson Frazier Jr <laughs> that was a great uh, wrestling surprise cameo right there when yeah. Maven was at the gas uh, see now I'm doing it <laughs> when Viscera was at the gas station well, then, huge man by the way then huge it's, oh yeah 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 and on screen he looks enormous yeah, even yeah. bigger Batista does. <laughs> what? Batista and RVD do too. You know, sometimes you forget because when we're watching wrestling, these guys are all huge, but we see them next to each other. So it's like a muscle guy next to a muscle guy. Right. But seeing Batista and RVD next to normal sized dudes, you're like, fucking, these guys are enormous. Yeah, yeah. Like RVD is steroidific right now. I mean, like he's he's, <laughs> he's cut, but you know, but like, and Batista is a fucking huge. Yeah, he's well, isn't there a time uh, when Ja Rule gives him a little bit of lip and then uh, Batista just shoots him? 
Yeah. So yeah. so Batista's yeah, Batista is in the movie. He has a fight. Uh he won't help R V D at first. Then he gets in a fight with Ja Rule's character, and Batista of course wins. And then oh, did, and fight. And he pulls a Scarface where he, he shoots the guy and then yells at him and berates him after he shoots yeah. him to make his point, which I love. <laughs> I love that. That was the second part that was incredibly awesome with Batista. It was the line, apology not fucking accepted. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the climax of the movie, the set the bad guy, he's kidnapped RVD's daughter. He's holding her hostage. He's threatening to kill her. Our, uh, RVD shows up to save her in like full commando gear with the machine gun and then Batista shows up to help as well with so a they weird motorcycle helmet <laughs> yes so they all they both show up at the end they team up they beat the bad guy they get the daughter back after after Batista has an awesome knife fight with a kung fu guy which he yes. doesn't win which is weird cuz then he lets the guy just get away and then well, but then he hits him with a piece of rebar later uh, this movie's incredible. Th- this and- action scene of, of RVD getting to where his daughter was being held had uh, maybe like a minute and a half to two minute motorcycle chase mm-hmm. that we, the laws of film and everything didn't even apply to this <laughs> as far laws. as making it look like it was actually intense. Because you could tell that these bikes weren't going faster than 15 miles an hour or less. And they were shaking. You know, when you drive a motorcycle at a really low speed, you almost can't help but the wheels shake. Uh, the every, these guys were lucky they weren't colliding into each other. That's because they, they were driving so on docks behind yeah. by pillars by giant stretches of lawn. That's dangerous for a motorcycle. It was, it, like you couldn't even be like I was just sitting there rocking back and forth. Like you can't even speed the tape up or something. Make it look like they're going faster than they are. Oh, I wonder how RVD, how Batista got into this movie. It's a relatively small role with RVD as the lead. Do you think RVD sort of talked Batista into it? Or? I'm sure he did. RVD's got the gift of gab. We just don't know about it. Really? Yeah. I wonder how that went. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Hey, dude, I'm so glad you answered your phone. Hey. I Who got, is this? Well, it's RVD. The uh, whole fucking show. Are you pointing to yourself? Uh, With my thumbs. Okay. Hey, Batista, dude. Yeah. Gotta be in this movie, bro. Did you a read movie? the script? I sent uh, you the script. I did. I'm, I'm I'm the special forces guy. Yeah, yeah. You're you're my buddy, right? And you helped me out. Wait, I don't get it. You're on the you're on another side of town, which is what the movie's called. Another side of town. I don't like that title. What? We should already change it. Why? Okay. Oh, dude, put in your two cents. All right. Well, my character, if I'm that guy, I think it should be. Uh, like, I'm in this strip club, you know what I mean? So it's like, you're on the right side of town. I should be somewhere different. Okay. How about somewhere different side of town? <laughs> All right, different side of town. Let's go with that. No, somewhere different side of town. Somewhere different side of town. Not as good as the family side of town. The town I live in is a little bit different than that. Starring RVD. No. Right. No, 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 no. What? You miss, No, you missed the boat there big time. Uh, <laughs> Dave Batista, but I want it my uh, given name. I don't want to use my Oh, you got all those U's and umlauts in your original name. That's going to be hard to spell, dude. Yeah. Can my daughter be in this? Uh, Oh, the one that does all the blown guys? I can't leave her alone. I Uh, just need... At least let me have her on set. We can get a sitter for her. Okay. Well, that may have been how it went. That may have been how it went. Uh, You know what? Seeing... um, Batista in this film, he was never one of my favorite wrestlers, but seeing him in the film just kind of reminded me of him, and I was like, I kind of miss Batista on wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I do too. That was it was getting to see him and RVD. I I've seen RVD wrestle a lot. I missed RVD after seeing this movie. I was like, oh man, 
when are they when are they gonna start killing people in wrestling for real? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh what? boy. Wow. But, you, well, but Batista's going to be in the new uh, movie with Russell Crowe where he's a bad guy, and it's Quentin Tarantino produced, and I think, what's the other guy's uh, Eli name? Roth is producing. Oh, wow. it's uh, Wu-Tang Clan is uh, doing it. It's uh, RZA. Yeah, RZA so is it's, directing it's it. It's going to be a big-time movie, and Good uh, for Batista's him. got yeah. a major spot in it. Good I for think him. he's great. I think he's great yeah, on yeah. camera. He's intense. Yeah. Like, he scares the bejesus yeah, out of me. Yeah, he's huge. There's I, no I, I definitely there. thought, like, he did, I definitely thought seeing him in this movie, I was like, Yep, I could see him getting cast in movies. Like mm-hmm. I could see him having a little movie career. Not RVD. <laughs> he's a bit too bulky to be doing like karate moves, though. Because you'll yeah, notice yeah. when he was working with that guy, the ninja they called him. Like he just looked, he couldn't keep up with that guy. He's just he's too bulky to move with that guy. Yeah, when Rock first started doing movies, he dropped a ton of muscle intentionally. He got he got really pretty lean because they wanted him to have a certain a more a more like cinematic muscular look than that big huge kind of steroid body that he had before. But now he's fucking huge yeah, again. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. He's very bigger than he's ever been now. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of interesting things in this movie that we've blown past that I'd still want to bring up. Oh, brother. Uh, Okay. Uh, At 9.15 p.m., that's when the interrogation started. Okay. So if you consider when they went to the club for dinner and when all those masses of people were there to start, and then when the murder happens, the police show up, 9.15 is when the actual interrogation... So that means club's early station. bird specials is at 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's why everybody was lining up to get inside, was for the early bird special. Mm-hmm. Uh, when RVD gets shot in the shoulder, he if you see that squib, that squib, he gets shot directly in the heart and shrugs <laughs> it off. Directly in the heart. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> no. I didn't notice it's, that. It's, no. like, it's like watching a package of bacon explode. <laughs> it was just like, because <laughs> I was watching with Steve and go, holy fuck, he got shot in the heart and just shrugged it off. I was like, no, he got shot in the shoulder. And then we rewound it and it was like, man, he got shot right in the heart. And, but then they the bullet, off, like the bullet. The bullet came out of his shoulder, though. Mm. So yeah. He was okay. So <laughs> if you watch that part again, RBD just takes a bullet to the heart and goes <laughs> and then Finally. lifts up the bike they and gotta get this slowly and safely drives the bike away. This was the second wrestling movie that we watched that was a Louisiana movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's cheap to film there. There's. It's funny because I think there's sort of a, a feel that you get for those movies because it looks like okay, they probably had about a million dollars and they can shoot in about two weeks. Who can we get? Let's get some wrestlers and let's make a movie. <laughs> the chaperone also had a ton of it was in Louisiana. And the one Cena movie, the one where he had to do 12 the... 12 Rounds? Yeah, 12 Rounds was also shot there, yeah. Uh, well, I guess we got to watch that next. Oh, boy. But then the other thing <laughs> was uh, the corrupt cop dies. Uh, you know, all these gang members die. He kills Seth, the main bad guy, with his hands. Rob, Rob Van Dam does this. And... In no way is it explained to any of the other cops or does he have anybody knowing what's going on and he just walks away as though all these dead bodies and this dead cop <laughs> and this dead club owner that he killed with his bare hands will somehow go unnoticed and that he's fine. His daughter, his daughter certainly didn't notice. She was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. Yeah, they walk. he walks away like joking with his daughter. Even. No tattoo. Yeah, he's, After yeah, he's, he's like, murdered a guy with his bare hands. For no reason because he was completely subdued at that time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and who can forget the classic James Bond singing the theme song intro animation? Yes, oh, it yes. was like a gold complete ripoff. 
Oh, it was incredible. And then they had an alternate version of Wrong Side of yeah, Town. Yeah, they had at like the, the end of the, the movie. LL Cool J rap song of Wrong Side of Town at the end. So that's I, a I don't think it was LL Cool J. It wasn't LL Cool no, J, no. but it was the equivalent <laughs> of the end of Deep Blue Sea. It was MM Awesome M. That <laughs> uh, was a reach. Yeah, big time. Gentlemen, you mean have... ma'am? <laughs> what? MM Awesome M? Ma'am? Yep, yep that's what, exactly what it meant. Hey, so, so let's keep this going, guys. So, <laughs> so I guess our overall recommendation is don't Six. watch this movie. Unless yeah. unless you are drunk and high Ooh. with your friends. Don't watch it alone. On, On the, the wrong side, side of town. town. <laughs> For Curtain Jerks, I'm Mark Orzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Brett Goodell. Thanks to everyone at Comedy Podcast Network, especially Meredith uh, Spivey, our producer and engineer. And join us next time. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.